of all, thank you very much to Ruth and Yossi uh, Lubavitch for sponsoring in honor of the soldiers of the IDF. Hashem Yishmor Osam, Yetzliach, Osam Chol Maisidem. Okay, I uh, just want to uh, start with a, uh, a point we left off with, and I want to thank uh, Freddie Newman for just reminding me to, uh, uh, to, uh, to, to locate the precise uh, place in the Mishabura. If you want to look at it inside, it's Simen Kuf Chavches. I was looking a little bit uh, further into the Simen. It's actually in Mishnabura, Sifkat Lamed Zayin. At the, almost at the very end of that, that relatively long Sifkat Lamed Zayin. It's page Dalit, if that makes it easier for you to find. Kuf Chavches Lamed Zayin. Mishnabura says at the end, it says, Ava Kohen Shatzibor Sonim Oso. Oh, who Sonim Shatzibor? A Kohen who is not liked by the Tzibor, or he does not like them. Okay, this is a quotation from the Zohar, by the way. It's a the Zohar. It is dangerous. It's a sakana for such a Kohen, who is not well liked by the Tzibor, or vice versa, to Duchen and Shul. And despite the fact that there's otherwise a mitzvah del for him to, uh, to bench the Tzibor, he should leave before Ritzay. That's always the uh, important cutoff, because once, once the Chazan gets up to Ritzay, if a Kohen does not approach the, uh, the Duchen to, uh, to give the bracha, so then he's considered in violation of a mitzvah sasei. Um, but then he says something really unbelievable, which was really appropriate last week. Parshish Mishpatim, Im eno yitzro ulasir Unless, let him stay in shul if he's able to remove hatred from his heart and overcome whatever machokas he got into uh, with the, you know, the other guys uh, last week. And obviously that would be the uh, appropriate uh, response. Like we said last week, that is the Nusach of the Bracha, Levarech, Esamo Yisrael, Bi'ava. Anything less is inappropriate. So uh, just rem- it's reminiscent of last week's parsha in, in Mishpatim. There's a halacha that the Gemara B'Metziah uh, notes. Did uh, uh, we talk about last week? If, if you are walking down the street and you see Ohev, uh, Ohev uh, uh, Lifrok, Vesone Liton, you have your friend is loading up his donkey, and about to cause a lot of pain to the to the donkey, um, but you have uh, your sone is unloading his donkey. Um, I'm sorry, it's the other way around. The sone is loading up his donkey. He's about to cause the tsar to the balchaim, and he's your enemy, even though your friend is right there, and the opportunity to unload the uh, the, the the weight from the the animal's shoulders, which would prevent tsar balchaim. You have to go out of your way to do the mitzvah. Azov tazovimo dafker for the one who you don't like so much, um, and the gemara says because there is a there's a value inherently in doing things that just go against your nature, against your grain, so that you can show the, the uh, Yitzhah who's, uh, who's in charge. So you should do it. The more that you break down the, uh, the resistance against the Yitzhah, um, so the more ultimately you'll be successful in all areas of Avodah Hashem. And hopefully, we'll build the base of Megdash, we'll achdash. And uh, let's continue back. Okay, so the last thing we spoke about. Um, was the uh, the punchline of the previous sugya? Hatova Metiv in general is accepted by our Gemara to be a dindrabanan. I mean, the fourth bracha of benching is different than the first three because the first three are seemingly referred to as Doraisa and the fourth is drabanan. There may be a das uh, out there. There might be a, a minority opinion. Hatova Metiv is Doraisa, but we we seem to accept the fact that it is drabanan. Okay, so we are one, two, three, four, five, six lines up from the bottom of the page. Memvavim and Alf. 46a. 
I'm sorry, let's go back right before that. Amrav Yosef. It's a line above. I apologize. Amrav Yosef, Teda, that Tova Meitavad Doraisa. Rav Yosef says, I will bring you proof that the Brach of Tova Meitavad is not Doraisa. Shar Poelim Okramosa, because as we saw a few weeks ago, the Poelim, the workers who have to get back to their job, do not make a full benching, and they'll condense the second Bracha and combine it with the third Bracha. But the fourth Bracha, Atova Meitav, they delete altogether. So the fact that you can get rid of that entirely, right, would, would, would have to uh, suggest that the obligation is on a lower level because the, the other two, the other two, the koshi, they condense them, but they wouldn't go so far as deleting them altogether. So that gives the impression that there's a qualitative difference uh, between hatova metiv and everything that comes before it, and that would, that would give the impression it is derabanan. Why would anyone say it's Doraisa? So let's wait till we get to that suya. Okay. Okay. No, it's a fair question. But uh, you're what you're saying. You know, historically, that's the accepted opinion. Okay. But there might be another uh, might be another uh, another angle. Okay. Gemara says we can bring another proof. Another another indication that it is not Doraisa. Because it is unique amongst other brachos in the sense that it starts with Baruch HaTashem, but does not conclude with Baruch HaTashem, Kedesanya. And that uh, plays into an important rule that the Brisha teaches us, Kala brachos kulan, all the brachos. doesn't mean all the brachos, it means by and large. In general, the following rule applies to brachos. Poseach behen bebarach, Generally speaking, a bracha starts with, with Baruch and ends with Baruch. Okay? Uh, what's a good example of that? Let's say uh, we're going we're gonna to do this more in depth when we get to Tulsus, but the first of the Brachas Torah that you say in the morning starts with Baruch Hashem Sora, and then all the way at the end, assuming that those are two units that really are, are one, we conclude with Baruch Hashem, Hamlamid, Torah Lamo Yisrael. Okay? So that would be an example where you have a nice big Bracha, starts with Baruch, ends with Baruch. There's a formulation of, of a Bracha at the beginning and at the end. Okay? But there are some exceptions. There are some exceptions, um, but let's first see Rashi. Rashi says, "Kedesani Yishmehem, Kigon Berchas." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's read. A, we'll, we'll go a little bit further. I'm sorry. In the Gemara, uh, the second to last line, "Chutz mi Berchas Aperos." The, the Brisa gives us some exceptions. Berchas Aperos, which it, it doesn't only mean making a bracha on an apple or an orange. It means the the simple Berchas Hanenen. Okay, the same would be true for a mezonos or certain shahakal. Berchas Hamitzvos, the brachas that we say before we perform a mitzvah, ubracha smuchal chavita. Okay, another example is a bracha smuchalachavita, a bracha that appears in succession, uh, comes right after another bracha, so we don't necessarily have to repeat the formulation of baracha Hashem when you come to the second bracha, because you already had it from the previous bracha. Bracha achron shabakriyashma. Bracha achron shabakriyashma. Okay, so let's talk about chakras. Okay, so the bracha achron shabakriyashma means everything between Hashem okechem emes, or I guess Hashem Elkechem, to be exceedingly precise, everything from Emes all the way to Baruch HaTashem Ga'al Yisrael, that is what we would call the third bracha of Kriyashma. Uh, and uh, it does not start with Baruch, it only ends with Baruch. So you see that's an, that's an exception. Okay? For, for the moment, we can surmise that it is a form of Smucha L'Chavrta, Okay, but I don't want to give away too much from Tosos, but uh, one, one shot could be, the reason why it doesn't start with Baruch is because it piggybacks on the unit of, uh, of, of Baruch Kriyashma that appear before Shema, uh, even though there's an interruption in between. 
Okay? So amongst these exceptions, Yesh Mehem, Shaposech Ben Bebarach, Ben Chosem Bebarach, sometimes they start with Barach, they don't end with Barach. Yesh Mehem, Shachosem Ben Bebarach, Ben Poseach Bebarach, sometimes they end with Barach, um, and they don't start with Barach. Vatova Meitiv, Poseach Bebarach, Ben Chosem Bebarach. And Tova Meitiv is one of those brachos that starts with Barach, does not end with Barach, right? Just ends off with Olam Ali Chasreinu. There's no summary Barach HaTashem at the very end. Um, so what does that tell us? Mechlal de bracha b'fnei That would give you the impression that it is a bracha b'fnei atzma. It's a bracha b'fnei atzma. As opposed to an exception. As opposed to what? As opposed to an exception. Yesh mehen, shepostin, v'ein chosman. Maybe it's a poseach v'ein chosman. Okay, it is a, a poseach v'ein chosman. There are still derises that are not beginning and ending with a bracha. This is uh, a right. This is a right. This is a right. That's not a raisa, meaning that the first three brachos are are deraisa. The fourth is is derabanan. Okay. So the fact that it stands alone like that, right? The fact that it stands alone like that uh, is an indication that it's in its own category. Okay. It's not considered smuchalachavrta because it's like its own. Started with klal. A typical deraisa starts with bracha. No, no, no. You just added the word deraisa. A typical bracha. Just say a bracha. Because well, be a right, it's not a right. No, so we don't really have brachos Raisa. Benching might be, you know, the, the example, right? When, when we're talking about all the brachos, call brachos kulan, right? Brachos aperos, brachos mitzvos, those are for sure drabana, right? So, so before we even get to Tova Meti, we already established that we're working on a drabana level. But even amongst the, the general corpus of brachos that are, by and large, drabanans, we go out of our way to make Hatova Metiv one of these exceptions, it would seem. Because it starts with Baruch. It doesn't have to start with Baruch, right? In the series of four brachos, right? Think about it. The second bracha and the third bracha, one starts with Noda. The next one starts with Rachim. So we're already relying on the mechanism of bracha smucha l'chavrta for the first three. And then we get to the fourth and we're not using the same, the same pattern. Why not get the impression that we want to, we want to put that in its own category? Okay? That it, it, doesn't, it doesn't flow seamlessly. It flows, but not seamlessly from the Doraisis into the Rabban. Okay? Tos, well, just, we're going to go a little out of order, but the first line in Tosos um, already highlights this a little bit. Hatova Meitiv. Tosos on the second side. Vim Tomar Vamai Posachas Bebarach Valosmucha Lechavertahi. Why does Hatova Meitiv start with Barach? It's Smucha Lechavertahi. Yishlomar Dinitgana Bifnei Atzma Bishvil Haruge Beitar. So it was instituted by itself, as Sam said before, uh, at the occasion of the miracle of, of Harugei Beitar. Beitar was the, the, the last revolt, one of the last revolts uh, in the, the Roman period after the base of Mishra was destroyed. It was the, the revolt that the Bar Kokhva led, and, uh, and he lost, and he died. Time of Rebbe Kiva was about 65 years after the base of Mishra was destroyed, I believe. Um, and, uh, and initially, Beitar was a, it was a huge, huge city, and it was a massacre. And the Romans did not allow anyone to be buried. And it took a long time until they could be buried. Ultimately, they, they were able to, uh, to gain access, and miraculously, none of the bodies decomposed. Okay? All that time had gone by. I uh, gained new appreciation of this uh, Gemara following the Zaka presentation earlier this week. Um, so, uh, so since this bracha was, you know, sort of came out of left field, okay, for whatever reason, it was appended to the rest of benching, but it stands alone. It's its own bracha with, with its own motivation for instituting it, and does not flow seamlessly with uh, into the, uh, the the whole series of benching of uh, brachas mulchachavrta. Okay, um, what's that? 
It, right, it's really not Birchus Amazon. It is, but it isn't. Right, that's the funny thing. It is, but it isn't. Okay, as we go uh, later, Sukkot, we'll, we'll get into some of the nitty gritty. All right, let's let's turn back to first of all the Rashi at the bottom of Memvah Menalef. Last Rashi. Well, let's, let's go to the second last Rashi because he uh, just gives us Pshat in the Sugya. Sharei Poseach Babibarach. Right? The, um, the bracha of Hatov Ametiv starts with Barach. It doesn't end with Barach. Vido Raisahi Havi Smuchalachavrta. Vein Poschum Babibarach. If it was the Raisa, if Hatov Ametiv was the Raisa, there's no reason why we wouldn't start it uh, without Barach. Just like we said about No Den Rachim, it's a, it's a natural flaw. Okay, so that, that's the crux of the sugya. That's why we bring it in. Now we're going to sidetrack and talk about brachas muchel chavrta across the uh, across the sitter. Next Rashi, get the Sanya Yeshmehen, last one on the page. Kigon berchas aperos umitzvos poseach veinochosim. So generally speaking, the berchas aperos and and, and berchas mitzvos they're short. They they open with a baruch. They don't end with a baruch. The Gemara over there in Pesachim says mishum dekula chada hoda because it is one unit of hoda. Meaning, let's talk about Bari Prey 8s. There, there's nothing else there other than the simple and direct praise over the apple. Okay? So Rashi's implying something, the Gemara there's implying something, that when you have a longer bracha, the reason why it's necessary to, to come back and, and reiterate the hoda is because we got sidetracked with whatever came in the middle. There was a tefillah in the middle, there's a bakash in the middle, so we have to bring it back to the hoda. Okay? Uh, you'll see in a moment why we're why we're emphasizing that. Okay, the ein hefsek dvar tchina or dvar akher besocha. There's no interruption with a with a, a request. There's no interruption with anything else. Kemoshish bekiddush kiu yom tchilu makroy kodesh van chilein. Right. So we we start with baruch hashem akinu malcham shegur shem zav tzvanu baratzav vanu shabbos kachobi avav ratzon nechilana. Right. So that that's the beginning of the the bracha of kiddush. Okay. We're ignoring bori pregavim for the moment. Uh, and then we end it with Baruch Hashem HaKadosh Shabbos because in the middle there's a whole lot of other stuff. Okay? Now to be fair, that doesn't mean that it's, it's irrelevant. The, the, the words that the Rashi refers to, uh, I'm going to grab, give me one second, off the shelf. Kiddush all the time, so we might as well understand what that is doing there. Why is that? Why is that so critical? So I think the Ramam talks about this in the Sefer Hamitzvos. Mitzvah Kufnun Hey, one fifty-five. He should see one lekadesh as a Shabbos. V'lomar dvarim b'chnisasu v'yitziaso. The mitzvah to sanctify Shabbos. V'lomar dvarim. To speak, right? This is Zachariu Alayayim, Zachariu B'Dvarim. That's what Zachar Zom HaShabbos Kachra means. B'chnisasu B'tziyasu. We spoke about this way back. When it, when it comes in and when it goes out. Nizgor bam godel hayom hazeh umalaso. We should recall the greatness of the day and all of its special features. B'badlu mishar yamim hakodmim mimen v'abam achrav. And in the way, we should, we should highlight the fact that it is different than all the days that come before it and the days that come after it. Which I, mean, I never thought about. That's kind of a funny thing to say about the last day of the week. There's definitely days that come before it, but are there days that uh, I guess I guess maybe what he means is at, at Kiddush, right? So we're talking about the six days prior, and then Abdullah, we're talking about Bein Yomashri that are about to come afterwards. Okay, Klomar. Uh, so he says that's the pasuk Zacher Shem Shabbos Katra Klomar Zachreus Zecher Kedusha Vahadola. So the 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 whole body of Kiddush, besides this Baruch Hashem Mekadesh Shabbos. 
you're actively fulfilling the mitzvah when you read, when, when you recite the words of Kiddush, when you talk about how great Shabbat, this is where all holiness starts. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to understand what we're saying when we're saying Kiddush. Um, my Rebbe used to point out, I think the Chubas HaRosh says, that that's one of the reasons why we sing Zemiros on Shabbos. He said, because most of the Zemiros that are in the Siddur, right, we don't just some sing you know, random, uh, random things. We, 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 have a, we have a liturgy. The, the Zemiros in the Siddur are, by and large, praises of Shabbos, right? Uh, you know, Yom Zemachuba, right? Okay, we talk about how great Shabbos is. So that's not just because it's a nice melody, at that too, okay? And there's, for sure, on the list of reasons why we say Zemiros, Onik Shabbos, people like to sing, you know? Unfortunately, I know people who like to sing, but their kids don't like when they sing because they don't have such a good voice. But uh, there is a mitzvah of Onik when you sing, when you sing Zemiros. Um, but... You, you, miss, you miss, uh, I, I was watching, I was watching. Okay, he's not, he's not on the video, don't worry. Um, but another kiyam, I think this is a Rush who says this, is that it's an extension of your kiddush. That's a kiddush. It's an extension of your kiddush, but it's something you should have in mind. When you sing the you're, you're extolling the greatness of Shabbos, and that is a fulfillment of the positive of Zohar Shabbos Kacha. While we're here, hopefully, without turning this into a Shabbos Agalot, Russia, it's, it's on the same page, so I, I can't resist. When the Ramam talks about the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzis Mitzrayim, he does something very cool. Yeah, I, I'm, ju- I'm just on here looking for someone who could approve a force complete for me. Prowershan. <laughs> Is that for us, Murray? No, okay. We're muting you, we're muting you. Okay. Um, it happens. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so what is the pasuk that teaches us the the, the mitzvah of zechir sitzis mitzrayim? Zachar es yom hazeh shir tzas mi mitzrayim. Klomer shu tzibul zacharo kimo amru zachar es yom hashabbos lekadsho. The Rambam says there's a comparison between the night of Pesach and and uh, and and Kiddush. Okay, something to think about. Not for now, but uh, that's not that's not a coincidence. The Rambam says that that we learn apparently we learn something about about the mitzvah of Sipur Tzitzis Mitzrayim or Zchir Tzitzis Mitzrayim from Kiddush. Okay, so uh, we'll talk about it another time. But that's that's a very exciting point. Okay, because you know the, the two stand alone. You don't necessarily have to compare the two. All right. It, I mean, Shabbos is Zechol Meisabrachus, right? Why doesn't the Rambam quote that? Oh, are we talking about Kiddush or... Kiddush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so all the, the Ramam doesn't tell you the reason why we celebrate Shabbos. He just tells us the person we learn it from. Zohar Siyama Shabbos Lekatsha. Okay? Yeah, he doesn't go into either because he's Yitzhak or Biyasa Olam. doesn't talk about that. Okay. Uh, back in our Gemara, but we're going to focus on Tosos now. Okay? Big Tosos at the bottom of the page. Very, very fundamental Tosos. Uh, similar Tosos appear, appears also in Pesachim, in a parallel sugya. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll try to expand a little bit on his words, but basically Tosis says, I'm going to use this rule that the Gemara gives us uh, about uh, uh, the requirement for every bracha to start with Baruch and end with Baruch and see, is it really true? How does this check out as we move through our sitter? And he starts at the beginning of the day. Parenthetically, there are two explanations as to why. Why is there this requirement, right? We need to know why to begin with. Every bracha is supposed to start with Baruch and end with Baruch. So there are two primary explanations in the Rishonim. The uh, Tosa Rush 
Those are Rush quotes. The fact that I think on Davi Yud, the Gemara says that the Mizmorim that were closest to David's heart, he started and ended with a similar... Right, Ashri Ha'ish, V'siyim Ba'ashri, V'siyim Ba'ashri Kol Choseibo. There were certain Mizmorim, Kol Parshat Shaisa Chaviva Al David, Pasuk Ba'av Ashri, V'siyim Ba'ashri. The, 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 David's favorite songs. He had, you know, his top hits out of 150. So there were certain that uh, were, were extra close to his heart. And those he began with Ashrei and ended with Ashrei. So there is a certain sense of emphasis that is, uh, is placed when you, uh, you, you know, I don't know, that's what they teach you in school when you write an essay, right? You start with a topic sentence and then you have to sum it up in the conclusion. There is a, there is a formality to that, uh, to that structure. The, the Chinuch says, Chinuch has a different pshat. The Chinuch says, um, that, the, the, again, as, we, as Rashi intimated, very often when you have a long bracha, it's because there's a tefillah in the middle. Okay? So you don't just come out and ask for things. right? We know that from Shemona Esrei. Shemona Esrei, we start with, with praise of Hashem. Then we start asking for things. right? So a bracha also, it has to begin with the praise. Then we ask for what it is we're asking for. And then we, afterwards, uh, we're not just like, you know, slamming the door and walking out and, and you know, and, and uh, being, uh, you know, uh, uh, ungrateful for what Hashem does for us. So we sum it up again. We close appropriately with the same shuffle that we started. Okay? But that's the, uh, that's the underpinnings, let's say. Um, but let's see if it checks out. So Tosa says, on the bottom of the page, Kol Brachos Kulin, skipping to the second line, Beheilacha HaSeder. Okay? You got it there? This Tosa. Beheilacha HaSeder. And here we go. This is the the uh, the way uh, you know the sequence in uh, in the sitter. Berachas Asher Yatzer in a smuchal until Sedaim. Tinatila Shaycha Blo Asher Yatzer. I should have brought a sitter. Okay, but the Brach of Asher Yatzer, Brach that Shemukin Malchal Mashir Yatzer to Adam Chalma. That's a Brach that starts with Brach and ends with Brach, right? So Tosas implicitly is saying, well, look look you know a few lines up in your sitter. What comes before Asher Yatzer until Sedaim is always printed before Asher Yatzer. So as Tosas, if you say one after the other, you say until Sedaim, then you say Asher Yatzer, then Asher Yatzer should be. Not posech bebaruch because it's smucha lachaverta of until sedaim. So Tosa says not so fast. Okay, he's going to give us more principles that that uh, you know us that, that give us more exceptions really. Dinatila shaycha bloasher yatzer because there isn't an inherent link between until sedaim number one and asher yatzer number two. It isn't magic that if one brach appears right after the other, we're going to make it a smucha lachaverta until sedaim. You know, you say that all the time. Harvei pum omer levada. Very often you say Antil Sidaim without Ashayatzer, uh, and therefore therefore we can't call them, you know, one unbreakable uh, you know, unit, one and, and, and uh, you know the other. Yes. Yes, I I find but the uh, if wouldn't the Ashay uh um be a hetzek before the Ashariatar You know, using the for between using the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. So I so first of all, parenthetically I think, you know, in the sitter, the reason it's printed in the sitter is because it seems there was there is a minug, maybe not everyone does it, but uh, there is a minug to to say all the brachos of the morning. You know, when when you get to shul one after another, you know, until I'm also what's until I'm doing in the sitter, right? I said it when I was at home, when I you know, as soon as I woke up. So I think that's the simple answer to the question. Uh, but there there really is no uh, there's no hard and fast hefsik rule when it comes to Ashur Yatzer. Uh When you come out of the bathroom, you need to speak. You can speak. It's not the same, not the same as like. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what would be. I mean, you, if you want to look at it like this, you know, you think about it. We bench after we finish eating. We don't do it right away, right? You, you schmooze. You know, you have dessert, you have a cup of coffee, and then you bench. So I think we can use that as a uh, some something of a paradigm. Uh, the halach when it comes to Ashri Yatzer is that you can make the bracha 
so long as you don't again have the urge to use the bathroom once more. Okay, so it can be half an hour later, and, uh, and the time for Rashi Yosser hasn't expired. There are some brachas where you're right. right. You know, uh, a lightning. Ideally, you're supposed to say within Toka de Dibor of seeing the lightning. But this is an example of you can, it, if, it, if it waits half an hour, as long as you don't have to use the bathroom again, it's okay. I, what if I do have to go to the bathroom again? So then when you do go to the bathroom again, you should make an Asher Yatzer with in mind that it goes on both occasions. Yes, sir. Right. Right. So how he's saying? Let's say I come. I come out and the phone rings. Right. So if I come out and the phone rings, I can answer the phone. That's okay. That's okay. But as long as you don't forget, just remember, you know, tie your finger, uh, ring, or uh, thing around your fingers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Lunch. Right. No, but it, uh, meaning that it's not. It, uh, he means that it's not. Connected to Asher Yatzer per se. I understand, but you can't alone. Oh, I, I don't, I'm not sure that's true. I'll give an example. I say, I'll tell you, I'm alone on the um, Shavuot's morning. Okay? So, I mean, I don't know if that's a good example, but uh, it, 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 there, we can come up with lots of examples. I'll tell you, I'm alone. Do the Kohanim make a bracha when they uh, wash their hands uh, for Dukhne? So, so our minig is not to. The reason for that is because there's a question. That there's machlokas on why we why we're saying it to the why are we washing our hands in the morning. So either either it's because um, we're preparing for tefillah and we might have touched something in the overnight and we're cleaning our hands for for tefillah. That reasoning, in theory, applies for mincha marav also, right? You haven't uh, you haven't paid attention to what you know the whole day. You haven't been uh, cognizant of what, what you touched. There's another reason why we we uh, we make until uh, time in the morning, and that's because it's a uh, it's a mitzvah to I'm like the Kohen. The Rajma says I'm a, I'm a very chadasha, and it's like I'm a Kohen entering the base of Migdash, you know, at the start of a new day, and I wash my hands from the cure. Um, so we 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 in order to avoid that machlokas, what the reason for making the uh, the bracha is, we wait until we've done all the things that would possibly qualify, going to the bathroom, preparing for davening, and then you make until time at the very end of that. But fundamentally, it would. I think they've only gone. I think they've only gone, passing like the rush, and he would wash his hands and make a bracha before mincha marav. Also, I think. I have to check that. What's that? Yeah, right. That, so that's a reason why we specifically wash in a certain way, three times, alternating. Um, but that's that's you know that's al pi kabbalah. That doesn't appear in Gemara Rishonim, as far as I know. Um, so so again, until that time, never has to be connected to anything. You're right. You're, you're, uh, so I'll give uh, a better example for you. Okay, you ready? Okay, this is, we talk about these kind of uh, shilohs in, in shiro all the time. Let's say um, you have a cookie. Cookies are mazonos. You have maybe two cookies, one, one two cookies, you make an almechia. Okay? All right, Mike, what if you go to the cookie kiddush and you have a lot of cookies? Okay? So there is a point at which you had enough cookies that you have to, you have to bench. Right? I, but I made a mazonos at the beginning because I wasn't planning on having so many. Okay, but now that I realize, now you know it's it's a uh, I, I I realize I like these cookies. You know I'm gonna have a lot. Then I'm gonna make this my uh, my lunch. So then I should go over to the sink. I should wash, make the hilsey dime. I don't make a new bracha because in that case my my mizonos pottered it, but and then I bench afterwards. I'm coming up with a, a kakamani case, you know, just just to you know to satisfy you. Okay, also to teach a halacha. But uh, but but all I'm trying to say is that there's no inherent link to anything. It just happens to be that they come together. But but Tosa's main point is just to 
disassociate Nitilas Yadayim with Asher Yatzer because even though they appear next to each other in the Siddur, they don't really have to have that association. Asher Yatzer, yeah. maybe by going to the bathroom, but somebody who is disabled and has a portifier or somebody who had a catheter yeah. would never see yeah. No, no. Associated with bodily function, really, more than anything else, right? But if you were a catheter, you wouldn't necessarily, if you thought you went. It's a little more complicated. I would say ask your local Orthodox rabbi if it comes up. <laughs> but uh, it depends on it depends on the circumstances. You, the problem with the catheter is you can't make a bracha when the waste material is right next to you, and there's going to be tubes, and then maybe some sort of receptacle. You know, it's 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 actually it, normally you leave the bathroom, you go outside, you make a bracha, right? When you're hooked up to uh, to tubes. So that's not objectively the case. Right. So, so that's a whole separate uh, shear. Right. But you also, know. you mentioned before about the time you would you would you have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the cat, it's a constant. Yeah, uh, yeah. After yeah. A, after a surgery or something, you, have, you could actually be running every fifty minutes, right. and then the question of you haven't said the first word, and now you're running. Right. You get, you get that's what I'm saying. That's a whole different sugya. That's uh, not not your normal. Uh, medical, yeah. uh, okay. Work up the text of Asher Yatzer if you were talking about all bodily Okay. So, okay. Uh, I've explained this to people. I mean, why don't I make a bruch after, like, I give blood or something like that? Is that well, what you're asking? I, I, like, I don't uh, know what you're saying, but I'm saying, you know, we, we think of it in that of just uh, going to the bathroom. Yeah. Right. Really right. The, uh, the, the meaning of the bruch is, is, right, it's, it's a beautiful bruch that uh, covers a lot of themes, right? Yeah. But uh, they, um, I'm not showing it to people, you know. Sort of thing. I talk about people. I talk about what what we do as Jews. Yes, yes, yes. So that I, I going to tell you a story. The, the, I, th- I think this goes back to uh, the mirror in Poland. Um, you know, the the maskilim, the uh, the enlightened uh, secularists would would poke fun at the yeshiva bacham whenever they could. Um, and one thing that uh, you know, just like uh, people have a term, a bench warmer. You know, so in in those days, and this goes back to maybe the 1920s, 1930s, the the insults for the yeshiva bacham was their asher yatzer zuggers. You know, because again, as re- while you're demonstrating that there's a beauty to the you know the all pervasive aspect of our awareness of Hashem, they look at it as like, look, you you know, you make a bracha after you go to the bathroom. Like how 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 degrading, how ridiculous is that? So so when they told Rabbi Rucham Rabbi Rucham Lubavitz that uh, this is what they were making fun, he he gathered the whole the whole yeshiva into base management and gave a schmooze about how people don't realize. And I, I don't know how much science he knew, but he said if people really knew what was going on inside their bodies every time they use the bathroom, they'd send a telegram home to their parents to let them know they're okay. <laughs> the Asher Yatzer is like, that's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, if you yeah, really yeah. appreciate you know, how many things could go wrong, which that's what the, the bracha is. The bracha is yeah. imagine how many things could go wrong, yeah. right? So we really have to thank Hashem for that. Uh, my, daughter, my daughter was teaching a Talmud Torah on Long Island, and they made Asher Yatzer, they made a beautiful chart with it. My, my daughter called the, the mother to say what how the kid is doing. It. Said he's so proud of it. He hung it over the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, here we go. Let's continue the sosos. El Shama. That's the next thing in the sitter. Amayin aposachas bebaruch. Dein asmuchalat sheyotzer. Tosos asks, why should El Kain Shama begin with baruch atashem? It's certainly not going to be associated with Asher Yotzer, based on what we said, because El Kain Shama you say once a day in the morning Asher Yotzer. Exists independently. You know, it, it can be uh, many times during the day. Kigon, im lo ba menanakavim. The other tahoros. Ain't sarak lavarich asher yotzer. So same idea. That uh, it, 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 it's not going to be smukha lachavrita because it doesn't have to be right before al Neshama because asher yotzer is totally independent, you know, and, and in theory you could say al Neshama without having just gone to the bathroom if that's how the timing worked out. 
So this, this might be the most cryptic line in, in the Tosos. Elkai Neshama is Ein Ba'ela Hoda Ba'alma. It's Hoda Ba'alma. It's not a bracha. Even though it has certain properties of a bracha, as Tosos continues, it ends with Baruch. Because it's a little bit long, and we want to demonstrate, I guess, you know, where it's coming to a close. But it's not really, it's not really a bracha. It's a hoda. Interesting. Uh, maybe we'll try to give one more example about this a little bit later. Um, I'll mention it right now. Some some say that this might be at, what's at work with the bracha of um, the bracha of tefilas haderach. Tefilas haderach starts with a hiratzon and ends with baruch Hashem shomei tefila. So the question is, where's the baruch Hashem at the beginning? So there's a few explanations to that. Maybe we'll get back to it later. But some say, no, it's, it's not really a bracha, it's a tefillah. That's why I call it tefillah sederach. So even though it has some properties of a bracha, it isn't, you know, we just have to have the, the, the careful eye to notice when, when sometimes, even though it plays by similar rules to brachas, it's not mamish a bracha. So maybe al-kain sham is more of a tefillah or a hodah rather than a bracha per se. Okay? Uh, it's a little bit cryptic. Um, we, need a, we need a better prat. Does Miro's... Yeah. What's Miros? What do you mean? Like, Shabbos? So most of those were composed three, four hundred years ago. You know, we're we're looking back at Anshik Netzagadola when they gave us our sitter. You know, and and they they for sure had to play by the rules that they made, right? right? So so that, that's what we're we're checking it up against. Okay. The brach we say in the morning in Karbanos. And so forth. So that doesn't begin with a baruch. Okay? That's a little bit of a strange um, uh, example anyway. He ends up saying it's another one of these looks like a bracha, smells like a bracha, tastes like a bracha. It's not actually a bracha. But I think it's more, it's more pertinent when you talk about that bracha because that bracha does not appear in shas. And brachas that don't appear in shas... Maybe they were, you know, they 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 surfaced in the time of the Gaonim, shortly after Shas was. But there's a there 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 were those, the Salvechi. I'm not sure about the Rav himself, but the Rav's father didn't say certain brachas that we say, like Hanosin Layoiv Koach. If you look further in, in the Masechta, when it talks about the brachas Hashachar, Hanosin Layoiv Koach is not in that uh, list of the 15 brachas or whatever that we say as part of brachas Hashachar. So brachas that are not part of Shas. There were certain uh, machmirim who would not, who, who either wouldn't say it or they wouldn't say it with shame of malchus. And atuach l'nevra olam is one of those. So, atahu mechadesh mabravim. Okay, but what about no saying loyav koach? They do say it, right? Okay, there's a, there's a handful of brachas like that. Handful of brachas like that. Okay, but we're gonna, for the most part, we're gonna stick with the mainstream brachas and go back to b'cholani brachas getanas kol achas brachal atzma. Now Tosus goes back to the long list that we just mentioned, the the All those are brachos katanas Each one is its own independent thought, idea, and does not relate to the others. And not only that, but they were never meant to be said, I shouldn't say never, but they weren't necessarily meant to be said in a row the way we say them. The Gemara actually is pretty clear. When you would, you know, walk down the street, you would make a bracha on the ability to take to take steps. Okay, the the Gemara gives the impression that the the original way in which you recited the bracha, as you encountered 
uh, as you got out of bed, as you stretched your arms, you know, you function, right? As you, when you tie your shoes, uh, tie your shoes is the bracha of Shasal Kosarki, right? The Ozer Yishab Gvura and Ozer Yishab Safara is the talus and the tefillin. That's why there are some people, I think the Rush, the Rush says this, you touch your tefillin, when you get up to Oter Yisrael Pesafaro, who crowns us with glory, that's a reference to the Tzvillin. Okay? So, uh, so each one had its own occasion to, to be said. Uh, for whatever reason, we ended up coming to, to say them all together like that. But, uh, but that wasn't necessarily the, the only way that they can be um, presented. Then he says something else, which is almost, you know, you have to ask why Tosa needed two answers. Tosa says, all those brachas, Ashenasa and Sakhvivina, and Shalosh HaNegai and so forth, they're short like Birchas HaPeros, right? The first rule that the Gemara gave us was short brachos don't play by those rules, okay? They don't need to end with a bracha because they're short. They just start with Baruch HaShem, okay? So those brachos are also just like Birchas HaPeros, okay? Um, parenthetically, before we go, go further, and keep this in the back of your head, I, I hope we can, we can return to this, um, we could ask the following question. What does it mean that Bori Priya 8 starts with Baruch, doesn't end with Baruch, because it's short. Okay, it's short. And therefore, what's the therefore? What's the therefore? So Rashi says, Kula Chara Hodahi, from the Gemara Mitzachim, Kula Chara Hodah. I don't know if that sheds so much light on it. It's, it's, it's just one, one independent unit that's all Hodah. We, we, we didn't get diverted to talk about other things. And therefore what? So the Rishonim seem to uh, give the following explanation. following two explanations. Either the Pshat is... A short bracha doesn't need to end with Baruch because well, we just haven't, we haven't gone that far since we started with the Baruch. Meaning it's short enough that we satisfied any need to end with Baruch by virtue of the fact that we're, we're still where we started. Okay, That may be the, the simple explanation of Rashi. But there's another pshat. The other pshat could be that in a short bracha, the Baruch HaTashem that you start with is also, also counts as the Chasimah. Right? It counts as, think about it like this. When you have a bracha smucha lechavrta, when you start the bracha of nodeh without a baruch, why? Why do you start without baruch? What was that? You just finished the zanazakol. You just finished the Okay, and therefore what? So there, there's two pshatim here also. Is it the pshat that zanazakol doubles over for two purposes? It's the end of the last one and start of the previous Or, or, another pshat in the Rishonim is that no, when you have a string of brachos, as long as you start that sequence with Baruch Hashem, it carries you all the way through. Shmon Esrei, there's very few Baruch Hashems. At the beginning, there's a Baruch Hashem, and then you have, you have uh, you know, most of the 19 Baruch that come afterwards without a new Baruch Hashem. So either the Pshat is, each one, uh, you know, hops on to the end of the previous Baruch, or no, as long as I start a series with the Baruch Hashem, it, it, it covers as an umbrella all the other ones. So too, you can ask a similar question when it comes to a short Baruch. Is it the Pshat that I don't need to sum things up again? Or, it's so short, it's as if I am summing it up. Nafkamina, beautiful nafkamina. Does the concept of smucha l'chavrta work on a short bracha? Meaning, Kiddush. For example, Kiddush. Kiddush starts with Bar Pragafin, right? End of the bracha. Then, Why did you just start with Baruch Hashem? Right? Why does the, the, the primary bracha of Kiddush start with Baruch Hashem? It's smucha lechavrta of Bar Pragafen. So the answer could be, depending on how you learn, if you say that the pshat in a bracha kitsara is that it doesn't need a concluding Baruch Hashem, 
that explains why you need to start the next bracha with Baruch Hashem, because it has nothing to chap onto. If you say the reason why a bracha katsara doesn't have a Baruch Hashem is because it, the initial Baruch Hashem doubles over, then you have to come up with another reason for why Makadosh Shabbos needs a new Baruch, which I'll tell you off the bat. One we shown the uh, something shown explained because Hagafen often appears without a kiddush attached to it, like we said about Asher Yatsur and Tilsidayim. Okay, that makes sense. Should I repeat it quickly? Yeah, go ahead. Right. That is a chilek. The question is: Is it a chilek that's machalik? It could be. It's, it could be true, but that isn't necessarily a reason to to differentiate. But I'll, I'll give you just a, something to think about. We mentioned before. Oh boy, time's running out. We mentioned before Tfilas Haderach. Tfilas Haderach does not start with Baruch, ends with Baruch. So we mentioned one reason why. Okay, maybe it doesn't bother us. What do we say? We say because maybe it's just a Tfilah, right? We said maybe it's a Tfilah, it's not really a Baruch. I think many of them say it is a Bracha. It is a Bracha. And they give a few explanations as to why it doesn't need to start with Baruch. So one is, this is a very interesting uh, suggestion, because how does it end? Shomei Tfilah. Where is the, we'll say, the paradigmatic Baruch Hashem Shomei Tfilah? Shomei Tfilah. Does that one start with Baruch? No. No, it doesn't. So I think this is the Marami Rutenberg, the Marami Rutenberg or, or Rabbi Yonah. They say that Chazal always kept like a consistent formula. Generally, the consistent formula is start the Baruch ends with Baruch. But since there's already a paradigm of Shomei Tefillah that doesn't start with Baruch, then any other time there's a Baruch of Baruch Hashem Shomei Tefillah doesn't have to start with Baruch. That's one answer. Um, there are those who are makbid, also from Nishonim, to if they know they're going on a trip. I think this is the Maram Nirenberg. If you know he, he, was, he was setting out on a trip after Shachris, he would say Tzvil Saderach in Baruch HaTashem Shomei Tzvila, in his, in his, uh, in his Shmon Esrei, so that, you know, he wouldn't get into the Shiloh. Mishabura says, okay, when the dust settles, Mishabura has a Chumrah. He says, again, strictly speaking, if you'd ask me, what do I do with my Hiratzon, say Hiratzon. Nikar Din, that, that's, what, that's what Chazal say. That's the Nesodra. Mishabura brings from the Achronim a, 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 a suggestion, you can make your own Baruch HaSmuchol Chavrita. Have a have a glass of uh, I don't know something orange juice, and then say uh, say the the bracha chrona, and then go right into your tefillas aderach. You can create your own bracha smulchavita. Why am I mentioning that now? Hopefully, no one's going on a big trip tonight. Because if you assume that that works, then you are taking issue with our tosvos, who says that any time a bracha isn't inherently connected to the one that comes after it, then you don't say bracha smulchavita. So this is this is uh, this this is an interesting uh, you know back and forth. Tosis seems to take sides in that issue, okay? Because he says that Ashriyatsh and Tilsidaim don't have to be one unit. So the question is, does that does that give the impression that you can never create, you can never manufacture your own smuchul chavta? Okay, let's try to cover a little more ground. Tosis, we are one, two, three, four, five, six lines right smack in the middle of the Tosis. Yehiratzon lemihi smucha. Ask Tosis the Yehiratzon of. Uh, at the end of the Baruch HaShachar, where's the Baruch HaTashem of that? So he's... Uh, he's uh, I line. Sorry. Let me... I'm sorry. We all know the Chazin for Pesukah de Zimra does not say the last Baruch out loud of Hamavir Shena. Why? 
because so you shouldn't say amen. Why shouldn't you say amen? Because we hold like this Rabbeinu Tam that it may be that Mavishin uh, Amenai Snumami Afapai is not the end of the bracha. The end of the bracha is only when you get to Gomel Chasadim Tov Miyamu Yisrael. It's one long stretch. So to say amen in the middle would be interrupting the bracha. So by not answering amen and by taking the position that it's one long bracha, we've explained the smukha lechavrta issue. It doesn't need an ubarach Hashem because it's an, it's a it's a hemshech. It's a continuation of Hamavir Shena. Is that why in your Siddur it doesn't say Yehiratzon, it says Vihiratzon, because it's a continuation of the Bracha. Tosa says there's another principle in the Gemarim Sachim that every Bracha, that when you sum up the Bracha at the end, it has to have some, it has to reflect in some way the theme of the opening of the Bracha. So how does Amavir Shenem Einai Hashem? You took the the slumber out of our eyes. How does that connect to Gomel Chasadim Tov Liamo Yisrael? So Yeshlomer the Shapir have him in Pesicha Samel Chasina Chasina. It really does connect well to the beginning of the bracha. May Amavir the Samach Lechasima Ika the at the end of the bracha Betikmaleni Chasadim Tovim. Hashem does a lot of good things for us. The best chesed, the, the ultimate chesed is that you can wake up in the morning and not be tired. Hopefully. Hashem renews our strength. Uh, ironically, though, it's a little funny because the bracha right before that is Okay, I never thought about this, but if you wanted a raya, why maybe that bracha doesn't exist, Tosin would say because it's redundant. Right? If fundamentally, a Mavrashen Amenai is Hanosan Lo Yoyev Koach, Gomu Chasan Tov. Okay, you have to think about that. Kedamrin Bebedrish, Chadashan Vivakarim, Shu Machzir Hanashama Shalema Ushaketa Beguf. Hashem returns the Nishama whole and peaceful in the body, Kasher Haisu Betchil, like it was the night before. Afbisha Isa Yefa, even though it was tired, now it is renewed. Vahainu Kein Psichasa. Okay, so it, that's, it's, it's a Chiddush. It's a Chiddush to, you know, to say that. Um, but, but that's what Tosa suggests. Okay, we're going to have to pick up with this next... Uh, we still have three more minutes. Okay, Lasek with the Torah. Tosa says it's the same thing when it comes to Brachat Torah. Lasek with the Torah. And then the Ha'arivna, emphasis on the Vav. The Ha'arivna. Ha'kobrach Achesi, that's why you don't answer a in between. But Tzarek Lomar, the Ha'arivna. The Yishtabach smucha lebaruch sha'amar. Yishtabach is the ending bracha. And Baruch is the beginning bracha, and you have Pesukah Zimr in the middle. That's why we're careful not to speak in the middle of Pesukah Zimra. Even though there's, there's five, ten minutes of Tehillim in the middle. That's not considered a Hesuk. That's not considered a Hesuk. And that leads into what we said before. The bracha you say after Shema doesn't start with Baruch because it's a, a continuation of previous brachos, it's all one Indian, so the Kriyashma that's right smack in the middle does not constitute a hesik. Okay. Vim tomar bracha b'torah, What about when I get aliyah, the bracha I say afterwards starts with barach, sorry I'm going so quickly, but based on the logic of Kriyashma and the logic of Pesukah de Zimra, the bracha right after your aliyah should just fall on the heels of the bracha before your aliyah. Because originally, as Mar says Megillah, they made a bracha before the first aliyah and a bracha at the end of the last aliyah. So those brachas were not, that was a big hefzik, right? So we, even though we then went to have an individual bracha born after each and every aliyah, but we kept the original structure. I want to close because it's nighttime. 
There are some Rishonim who ask about the question, tells us, started with El Kain Shama, where's the Smukha Lechavrta? So tells us that an answer, still need to understand it well, it's Oda. I believe the Ravid has a Chiddush. He says that El Kain Shama is not, doesn't start with Baruch, it's Smukha Lechavrta of Hamapil. Okay. Hamapil. All right. Another reason, maybe not to talk after Hamapil, I don't know. But uh, that's, a, that's a big Chiddush. That's a big Chiddush. Okay, have a wonderful Shabbos. Yeah.